Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. Our never-ending I Work For Him desire to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways that will challenge the way you think about your faith and work today, a little on the practical side. Today we're talking about residential home insurance, a little bit about workers' compensation, and what you need to know about both of them. And we've got on, on the air with us today, one of our show sponsors, a very special day. We've got Craig Most in studio today, along with Corey from the Personal Alliance Department. Corey, I cannot believe I didn't do it, but I didn't ask you your last name, so I apologize. Do you have, do you have a last name? Did your mom and dad give you one? I do, I do. It's uh, Consulus. That's exactly why I didn't. Have. We're just going to call him Corey the rest of the day. But we got Craig and Corey from Most Insurance. These guys are supporting this show each and every day for auto, home, life, and business insurance. You got to go online to mostins.com. That's mostins.com. Call these guys called Craig and Eric and their team. You need to move your insurance there and thank them for supporting the I Work For Him show. Hey, before we get started with our conversation, though, we need to read a little scripture. Because we're talking about home insurance, I thought this one. This verse of scripture would be really appropriate since this verse was written for people in Florida. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on a solid rock, like Georgia. Though the rain comes in torrents and the flood floodwaters rise or the snow falls and the wind beats against that house, it won't collapse because it's built on bedrock in Georgia. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it's fool, doesn't obey it is foolish. Like a person who builds a house on sand. 
in Florida. When the rains come and the floods come and the winds beat against that house in Florida, it will collapse with a mighty crash. So we're talking today about homeowners insurance because there's about 20 million of us who built their house on sand. Now you may say, Jim, it's on sand, it's on limestone. Seriously, people, add a little water, it looks just like sand under a little bit of pressure. I don't know where you were in 2004, but I know what it looks like. It's not pretty. So Craig, Corey, welcome to the I Work For Him show. Thank you, Jim. Glad to be here. Yeah, me as well. Thank you. All right, we say that confidently, Corey. We're going to have a good time here now. This is Corey. This is Corey's first time on the radio. We're so <laughs> grateful to have him. It's it's awesome to have you guys here. Listen, before we get started talking about homeowners insurance, and, and, and listen, out there, listeners, you're still going to get the same flavor. But I want it. We're we're talking about something very practical today. Because most of us have questions for our insurance agents that we're afraid to ask. And so we're asking those here today. Many of you know that my history involves being a licensed insurance agent for 23 years. These are questions that I could answer if you lived in in Minnesota where houses are built on, well, sand, clay, and some bedrock. But these guys are experts at selling insurance for homes that are built on places that are meant to collapse. You know, like sand and limestone and, you know, sinkholes and things like that that we deal with here in Tampa Bay. But no snow. But not often. I don't, My son lives in Jacksonville. They had snow a couple weeks ago. No way. Yeah, way. Seriously. It, it, no snow. That's right. But the snow causes roof collapses. But it's different. So it, you're, it doesn't matter. Okay, listen. Talk to me how crisis is making a difference in your life first. Corey, uh, just to, you know, you're new to the show. Talk about how Jesus is making a difference and impact on your life today. Absolutely. Uh, I think that probably in the most profound way for me is it's been pretty pretty interesting coming into the full-time work workplace. And uh, for so long I was in school or I was everything was structured and and now I, I seem to be making decisions on my own and getting married and being a member of a local church that I chose and not my parents. And, uh, and really it's been neat to see the Lord, uh, just work through, um, kind of being an adult and, and seeking his guidance through making some pretty huge decisions. And, uh, and it's really, I know a lot of, a lot of people at this point in their life seem to move away from the Lord. Uh, the Lord's really used this and through his church to uh, draw me closer to him. And uh, he's just proved himself faithful just time and time again. No question about it. And you're making a great decision. Getting married is an awesome decision. It's not easy every day, though, Craig, is it? Not at all. But I tell you what, it is uh, just like the church being the bride of Christ. It's it's a partnership that brings you close to Christ and gives you the opportunity to follow him. And it's what, what God wants us to do. It is uh, it is a definite. You know, I've been married longer than both you guys, but it is uh, it is awesome. I love being married every day, and almost every moment of every day, it is a blessing to be married. There, I, I have got an almost perfect wife. So there's like 30 seconds last month where there was an issue, but that was it. <laughs> Mostly the issues are me, Craig. Specifically in your life, how is Christ making an impact today? It's just amazing from the amount of people that I encounter, the fellowship that I have with with day to day people, whether it's people I know at work or that I work 
with, or it's people that I see going to my daughter's school. Maybe it's the crossing guard. Maybe it's the swim coach. It's just that fellowship and, and the, the timely conversations that just remind you that there's no way that this happened to chance. I'm here at this point in time with this circumstance for a reason, and things just, you, you just see God's actions in, in day-to-day occurrence where there's no other explanation. Uh, I'm just totally blessed in everything that I have. Just celebrated my oldest daughter's ninth birthday last week, and, and just just amazed at the wonderful beauty that God has created. Mm. Very excited. It is awesome. Nine years old. That's awesome. I, uh, hockey or ice uh, <laughs> ice skating for the party. So you know, that's what we do here in Florida is we go ice skating. Because you don't get enough of it. Uh, See, well, yeah, that's just it. You watch it on TV, and uh, but it was actually one of the most popular. Several of the kids come to the parties every year to see what harebrained, weird idea the most have come up with for birthday parties for young kids. Ice skating. <laughs> I like it. I miss ice skating. Me too. I really do miss ice skating. I miss the snow and the cold, too. That's I miss what the, the weather channel is for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I actually said to myself, this year, I'm going to go to Minnesota in the dead of winter so I can go snowmobiling and ice fishing and... I have stayed here in Florida, but oh well. Okay, yeah, it's it's just well, it's nicer here now. My family's coming down here, so okay. So let's talk about homeowners insurance because it is, you know, almost everybody in Florida has it. You're either renting a place somewhere, and so you've got renters insurance, or you own your own home. It, it, people have questions, and, and Craig, we were talking about before the before we started the show. A lot of people have questions for their for their agent, but they're afraid to ask them. Absolutely. And and that's not the type of relationship you want to have. The the value of having an agent is having someone who's licensed to be able to explain these things and help you navigate what is the right type of coverage, but also what are the types of scenarios that you might encounter. You come to me and say, I'm married, or I have kids, or I have a swimming pool, and it's going to introduce so many conversations that day to day we never think of. Unless you hear it in the news about someone being sued for something or an accident of some scenario. Having an agent is that trusted partner to help give you guidance or suggestions or just to educate you. A lot of people like to believe that they can go online and become experts in anything. Well, there's reasons why physicians do the operating and not anything else. And there's reasons why lawyers... But there's YouTube videos for that, Craig. You can do your own surgery just watching on YouTube. But you can do that if you're playing video games. But unfortunately, with life and death and responsibilities and people's livelihoods, do you really want to put that up to the, the local wiki report? I mean, you just could maybe go wrong. Because beyond contrary belief... Not everything on the internet is correct. Oh so why not have someone you can actually right, Enough of bashing the internet today. Come on, Craig. You're telling me the YouTube videos, I can't do my own surgery. Now you're telling me not everything is true. No, nope, I hate to break it to you, but that's the way it is. But that's that relationship with an agent that makes a big difference. But, but there's another big difference because, you know, if you, like if, you, if you buy your insurance on an 800 number, you'll never have an agent. But there's a difference between an agent and an independent agent. And most insurance is an independent insurance agency. There's a big difference. There's a huge difference. So uh, we were blessed back in 2008 to have the opportunity from being a captive agent, representing just a few companies, to becoming an independent agent. What this does is gives us the ability to find the right type of carrier and coverage for our insured, not sell a product because that's the only one we've got. Well, Mr. Jones, you need to buy this type of coverage with these limits because that's all I can offer you. It's the best one, I promise you. Well, it's the only one I've got. (laughs) 
we actually will shop and look at a number of different carriers based on the circumstances of each insured to find what's going to be the best coverage for them, looking at price, but also looking at value. Value is the important thing you want to have. You want to understand and have that relationship to answer the question. But value is one of those. I'm interrupting you because value is one of those things. Well, you know, I'm going to offer you the best value. I mean, but. What does that really mean? Because I know what you're saying, but I understand the insurance world. When you say value, it's so much more than price. Absolutely. And there's actually some interesting statistics I just heard last week that's talking about price and and what people tend to buy. Fewer than 50% of the people buy the cheapest product offered from an insurance standpoint. So the value is, how does this insurance product affect me and my circumstances? Well, I'm going to be doing a lot of late night driving, so do I need to keep that in mind? Do I have youthful drivers? Some companies will do much better from a rate standpoint or the way that they assign risks for drivers, and not to bore it down here, but some companies are better for families with young drivers. Mm -hmm. Some companies are better for families that have senior or more experienced drivers. What's the right fit? Price may not be the right fit. But if, and if I have a company and I'm, let's say I'm with one agent, well, I could, I was with a nationwide agent uh, in 2005 when my son got his permit and all of a sudden, I realized that, yes, okay, Nationwide, it's not the place for youthful drivers. But th- at that point in time, that guy wasn't independent. What the cool part is, if I had had that policy with you guys then, you could have said, now in today's world, hey, Jim, no problem. We've got lots of other companies that we can place you with. In fact, we probably have one that really likes youthfuls. In fact, Progressive, as long as your youthfuls are clean, was a very good place, especially if you pay your premiums in full for six months. Holy smokes, there's great discounts. So Absolutely. And, and that's the thing is you really want to have back to your agent point versus the 800 number. With the 800 number, they're going to sell you a transaction. With an agent, you're hopefully setting up a relationship with someone that can advise you as you continue to go through life's changes. So Corey's about to get married. When he gets married, all of a sudden something changes. Now you have two drivers in the household. You have two cars. Now what happens? Get a, a multi-policy or multi-car discount. Quite possibly. But what if what if the spouse has a policy through work for her auto there? You don't know. Those are the kinds of things that you need to have the agent to be able to walk your way through. Then in a couple of years, Corey will have a son or a daughter. Well, a little too young Did you to know drive. That, Corey? I, I'm unaware of this. Well, you know, let's just you know be hypothetical. <laughs> okay. But, but as these things change, just by having a youthful driver in the house or a youth, you know, a youth in the house, does that change anything? They're not driving, but now your house size has changed. Your different needs for insurance have changed. You can grow that by having a relationship with that agent. Mm, It's so powerful. All right, let's talk about specifically about the homeowner's insurance, because homeowner's insurance, you know, when I was in Minnesota, I had a quarter million dollar house in Minnesota, and it cost me $400 a year to insure that house. Now I live in a quarter million dollar house in Indian Rocks Beach, and it cost me $3,900 a year because I have to buy my wind insurance separately, and I got to buy flood insurance because there's this thing called floods. Well, hurricanes. And then I got to buy my regular homeowner's policy that covers everything but the floods and the wind. And so I spend 10 times more on my homeowner's insurance here than I did in Minnesota. Is it 10 times better to live here? Well, you said you don't go up there anymore and your family comes down here to visit you. It must say something. Corey, did you grow up here, Corey? I did not. I grew up in Buffalo, New York. Sweet. <laughs> they had so much cool snow there, but it's never yep. really cold like it is in Minnesota. It's that lake effect. Yeah. So do you have relatives still living there? Like your folks are still there? I do. Were they on the north end of town this year or the south end of town that got the seven feet? So actually, 
my family lives about an hour and a half outside of the city, so they were they were somewhat saved. But all of my buddies' friends, they they were their families. That was were the coolest snowstorm in their ever. houses for a week. That was the Insane. coolest thing ever. Seriously, seven feet of snow in two days is like the coolest thing ever. It <laughs> is total. I, I, have you ever seen like three feet of snow at one time? I have, but I had to leave the state of Florida for it. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. true. Okay, so when we come back, I really want to talk about why is insurance so stinking expensive here in Florida, which that answer may seem obvious to you guys, but people listening may need to know. And then talk about the advantages you guys bring as independent agents with how many different homeowners insurance companies that you have. And then in the second half of the show, really want to talk about coverages and claims and how you guys handle that so differently than the average independent agent. Can we, t- can we have that conversation later? Absolutely. Absolutely. So many of us have questions about homeowners insurance, and, and, and most of us are afraid to ask these questions of our insurance agents who, by the way, get paid a commission to sell you that policy, so they technically are on the hook for telling you this. We're giving it to you free today on the air on the I Work For Him show. Why are we talking about insurance on the I Work For Him show? Because we all need it. All of us cotton pick and need this stuff. It's one of those... No, I'm not going to say it. I won't say it. I won't say what every customer said to me in Minnesota. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to say that it's a necessary evil. I'm not going to do that because it's not evil at all. (laughs) Insurance is not evil because when you need it, it's really important to have it, and it's really important to have an independent insurance agent on your side, which is what these guys are. So in a minute, we'll get to them. All right, it's time for a book highlight segment brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Karis Christian Books and Gifts have been part of the Largo community for over 29 years. In fact, on Monday. It's 30 years. Located in the center of First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks on Elmerton Road in Largo, their 2,400-square-foot store is open to the public seven days a week. That's right. They're open right now. Check them out online at shopcaris.com. That's shop, C-H-A-R-I-S.com. Be the first person to call into the studio line today at 855-265-2929. And I'll send you a copy of the book that I'm highlighting today. Compliments my wife, Martha, and Karis Christian Books and Gifts. The book today is The Legacy Journey. Dave Ramsey's latest book. Got to get a copy of this book. This book is full of practical information on creating a positive family legacy, both financially and spiritually. You need to get a copy of this book. Let me just give you a short explanation. What does the Bible really say about money, about wealth? How much does God expect you to give to others? How does wealth affect your friendships, marriage, and children? How much is enough? And The Legacy Journey. Dave Ramsey takes you deep into God's Word, revealing his perspective on wealth, your personal and family legacy, and how he wants you to use your use how he wants to use you to further his kingdom work around the world. You can truly live and leave a legacy. The journey starts today. Get a copy of this book for free. The phone is already ringing. 855-265-2929. But if you've won in the last month, you are not qualified to win today, just in case that's somebody that's won a book in the last month. 855-265-2929. And remember, you need to read this book. Don't wait for the movie. All right, Corey, why is homeowner's insurance so stinking expensive in Florida? Well, if you think about it, we are a tiny little peninsula, and we are... Tiny! From Key West to Pensacola, 16 hours, dude. I don't know if that's tiny to you. You grew up in Buffalo. New York is like only eight or nine hours across. I mean, this is 16 hours. That's not tiny. Yeah, but uh, from east to west, you're looking at... Yeah. I know it's yeah. 100 miles. Yeah, 100 miles. So it's what's well, a four-hour drive on Friday, but you know. <laughs> okay, so it's a peninsula. So, so what? So we're 
essentially surrounded by water. We have hurricanes. We've got... Uh, How many... Let's just ask you, Craig. Now, I know, Corey, you're way too young to know the answers. Craig, in your lifetime, you've lived here in Florida for how long? Off and on for 40 years. 40 years. And how many hurricanes have had a direct hit on Tampa Bay? Direct hit on Tampa Bay, that would be zero. Okay, that's right. So that's why our insurance is so expensive, because of the high probability that we're going to have a hurricane, because they haven't had one here since 1920-something. Yeah, well, Elena sat out there in the early 80s. Uh, I heard right it, tore the pine, it tore the palm trees off of Indian Rocks Beach and destroyed the Indian Rocks Beach Pier. That I've heard. Elena was annoying in 85. I heard that. Sat there and churned water. The scary thing, though, is if you go back to even to 2004, when you had four hurricanes hit Florida in the same year, about two weeks apart, I think it was, every weekend throughout the summer. It was a delightful time wrapping everything. I, I, I remember Labor Day weekend was just fantastic. But what you had is the storm is on the East Coast and the West Coast at the exact same time. And I think that's where Corey was getting with is such a short distance from coast to coast, you can get underwater very quick. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about homeowner's insurance, and we just started getting to talk about Corey's telling me it has something to do with the water, but Craig, seriously... It's not the water, it's the sinkholes, isn't it? Well, that's the big unknown that you run into here in Florida is there's so many hurricanes. They've got data. They know they're coming. You know, fires, they know historically how many fires are going to happen and how many homes and what type of construction. But the giant unknown is the sinkhole problem. You know, how do you know it's there? How do you figure it out? Not easy to find out. And if you actually do want to know, it's going to be very, very expensive for you to have it. If you know you've got a sinkhole into your house, it's going to be very, very expensive to repair. And until that damage occurs to your house, the, the insurance company is not going to pick it up. So do you really even want to know you have the hole? So if the people don't want to know, how is anybody going to want to know what's going on down there? Yeah, doing an ultrasound underneath your house is one of those not expensive things. I mean, that's really what they're doing. They're doing a baby ultrasound on your ground. It's pretty impressive. It is impressive, but it's also impressive expensive. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. Okay. So, we've already established the fact it's expensive here. But, so, we have to be choosy on the coverages that we have. But, you know, when you have a home, you got you to insure the building. you got to insure the dwelling. Then you need to insure the stuff inside. Some people have detached garages, so you gotta, you got that detached structure coverage. And then you got liability coverage. So, all those coverages are really important. And then you have to manage how much of that coverage you're going to ask the insurance company to cover and how much you're willing to cover. That's called deductible. And we've got lots of options for wind. Some of us have 2% deductibles. Some of us have 5% deductibles. But to me, what's amazing is is the average insurance agent, most of them, when you go shopping your insurance, all they do is say, well, give me your current policies. I'll get you a quote. Like, what? That's not an insurance agent. You got hundreds of hours of licensing, and you're just going to just look at what the last guy did? If the last guy screwed up and you reproduce it, that just means you're a screw up, too. That's why you have an independent agent like the most insurance brothers and their dad. These guys do the insurance thing right. In my neighborhood, all the houses, townhouses are exactly the same. And I will tell you, there are there's 30 of them in there, and I bet all 30 of them are insured for a different value. Absolutely. Yep. Even though they're every one of them is exactly the same, and how do you and, and that's just it's staggering. And, and okay, so let's just get let's get past <laughs> that. I leave these guys speechless because they're just shaking their head. Yeah, we've seen that before. <laughs> yep. All right. So how do the, when they when somebody comes to you and they say, "Hey, give me a homeowner's insurance policy, Corey." I mean, how do you guys take care of somebody? Well, from the deductible perspective, uh, how about shopping? Start with the shopping. Okay, well, you know, how many how many options do you have for somebody? So to get them a homeowner's on policy? the homeowner side. We have access to probably twenty to twenty five different um, 
admitted markets in Florida. We're going to uh, use big words in the I work crime show because people my, don't know. My, Those are my just apologies. like good companies. Good companies. They are, they are good companies. They are companies that most have, of them have cash. Yeah, they've got cash. They're based in Florida. They understand what you know it takes to to insure property in Florida, which. That's why you don't see a lot of uh, your big names like Progressive and other you know massive carriers coming into Florida because they just don't want to touch us. And, well, they don't get it. They don't get it. And so we've got access to very good carriers who uh, who understand what it's like to write in Florida. They understand the risk, and they've been here a long time. They've got they've got the money to to back up you know what they're offering. So Craig, when somebody asks for a homeowner's policy, are you guys just doing a quote? Or are you actually evaluating all the coverages that they need? Well, if you're just looking for price and if you're just looking for insurance as a transaction, then we're already off to, you know, a difficult start. We really start the whole standpoint and talking about the relationship and understanding the entire perspective. Cuz you might be just looking at a homeowner's policy, but if I don't understand you also have a beach place out in Clearwater and your main home is in Orlando, <laughs> then you've got an entirely different set of conversations. So we represent all of these carriers, but each carrier is good at something that differentiates it from another carrier, and that's why we have so many. So depending on the circumstances, we start to ask questions. We're, gonna, we're not going to just ask for that deck page or that policy. That deck the, page. You did people. it again. <laughs> Simple words. I know. The actual the, the, the <laughs> declarations page on your policy is the policy is the page that has all the important information on it. Explains all of the coverage that you currently have. And so we ask the questions to understand the customer and what risks and what concerns they have, and then keep that in mind as we start to look at the various carriers to find what's going to be a good fit for them. Simply looking for a transaction, that's not what you want an independent agent for. You want the independent agent to have those conversations and to understand and have that dialogue to understand, okay, what kind of dog do I have? Why does that matter? Do you have a trampoline? Why does it matter? matter? Why does that matter? Why does it matter if I have a dog? To each company, that varies with what they're what they're willing to write and what they're willing to be comfortable with. Some companies are comfortable with customers that have trampolines or vicious associate or vicious dogs that that have a bad reputation. Other companies say, okay, well, I'm not really concerned about those because if something happens, we'll just eliminate that type of coverage from your policy. So, if you have you know, a vicious dog like a Rottweiler, whether it's vicious or not, it has a bad reputation. A lot of companies say, if you just simply own that dog, we're not comfortable insuring your home. However, other companies will say, okay, if you have that dog, well, we're not going to insure if that dog decides to bite someone walking down the street or the neighbor's kid who's in your backyard playing, but we'll pick up the rest of it and we'll just agree on our contract between the insurance company and the individual that we're not going to be responsible for that. And if both parties agree to it, then you can move forward. That's who would do that? I mean, no way. If I got a Rottweiler, am I going to not have liability coverage? Well, that's why you would get a separate dog bite liability policy. Oh, so you could do that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Minnesota, we couldn't do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just tell people to put their dog down because it's just it's just cheaper. <laughs> I mean, because those kind of dogs are just, I mean, they make it just impossible. I don't tell people that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think it, but I wasn't, I would never say that. The people love, that have dogs love dogs. I'm a to every kind of dog except for poodles. And people that, make fun of me because that's <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah. Come on, poodles are cool. 
And they don't make me sneeze. I know. I know. And that's exactly the look I get from people. And like, poodles don't make me sneeze. I like poodles. And they're like, serious, standard poodles. Is that really any better? It doesn't make any better. Okay. But at most insurance, you guys take this homeowner's thing and the auto thing to a whole nother level because you have somebody on your staff dedicated to being a claims advocate. Because really, buying an insurance policy is not really, it's just paper. You're, you're paying money for paper. But it really matters what's on the paper when you have a claim. Absolutely. And, and a lot of people, that's when they find out that they don't have what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And that they want a new agent, but it's too late. Absolutely. But you've got a claims advocate that works with them. And because you've sold them the kind of policy you need, the claims advocate does what? Yeah, the, the claims advocate is there to hold your hand through the entire confusing, frustrating process of filing a claim, getting the claim payout, making sure everything is back to the way it was. We have recognized that a lot of insurance agencies and companies, they love to say, man, we offer great customer service. And yet, whenever you need your policy most, they are not there at all. Well, no, they, they say, well, the company's got claim service. Just call this 800 number and, you know, we'll see you later. I don't, we don't get involved in the claims. Which is, that was, as an insurance agent, the best part about my job was when they had a claim, I could be that intermediary. Because when I was a direct writer, I started off as a direct writer working for just one company. And when the claims came in, I was absolutely forbidden from being involved. And as an independent, I became their go-to person because I knew what the policy said. I knew more than the claims adjuster knew. And that's what your claims advocate is doing. Your claims advocate is on behalf of the customer. So, Craig, why did you you guys make the decision to bring a claims advocate on staff? Well, Jim, this is why we're in this business, is we like to help people. We like to take care of people. And insurance is there for you when you need it the most. And that's what really just gets me through my day. I love being able to bring someone to a position where they're better off than they were before we started talking, whether it's in the the buying process. But when do you need your agent the most? Well, it's when you've had that claim. That's when you have had that car accident. You don't know what to do. It's when you're scared. It's when you feel alone and isolated. Well, we've brought this on, and it's not something that we charge. It's a service we provide for all of our policyholders, because we know in that situation, that's what we would want, is someone who understands understands the process, can hold the the carriers or the companies accountable, and work with me. So help me with my roadmap. What's my next step? What's the timeline? And if I can't get a phone call back, or if I don't understand something, to help me through that process. Sometimes claims are resolved, and, and it isn't a great story. Maybe you didn't have the right coverage for one reason or another, or maybe the entire claim is not paid to your satisfaction. It's a lot easier if you're going through that with someone else who can can put your arm around your shoulder and and walk you through that process. It's not so lonely and so combative of a a process. It's so important. I mean, I had one, I'll never forget this day, May 15th, 1998, there was a hailstorm in Minneapolis. And it happened at 4.30 on a Friday afternoon in the middle of, well, May 15th. So springtime, we don't usually get serious thunderstorms in springtime in Minneapolis. And this one was a severe storm, golf ball size hail. At rush hour, stopped traffic on a Friday afternoon. And I, at that point in time, I had 500 clients. And they all had package policies, which nobody knows what that means in Florida. But that means that your auto, your home, your umbrella, your boat, your snowmobiles, they were all in one policy. You wrote one, one check a year. It was incredible. And, and, and I had, well, it turns out, two years later, we, com- we compiled it. Out of 500 clients, 400 of them had claims 
that half hour. And we spent the next several years handling those claims. We got to be roof experts and hail damage experts on cars. And and because of Minnesota, people did uh, expandable siding. They did a lot of vinyl siding. It looked like somebody would take a Gatling gun through neighborhoods. I mean, that's what it looked like. It was just unbelievable. So, but it was to be able to be in that position. It's a it's a great position to be in. It absolutely is. Being able to help people become whole again, get their lives back together again, help reopen the business that they thought would never be able to provide for them again. And this is how people walk through life. This is how people can share in fellowship, can share Christ. And to be brought to their knees because of something, many cases, completely out of their control, to be able to come up and help them with that is such an awesome feeling. And it's just great to help your fellow man. How how can you make sure, Corey, that people have the right coverage? Because, you know, there was, a, there was a house in Sarasota that blew up yesterday. And there was one in Largo that had two explosions in today. Okay, so two, two houses. The one in Sarasota, though, was a... Nothing left. Um, I don't know if there was a grow house or if they just had bad luck. I don't know. But how can you make sure that people have the right coverage so when their house blows up, which that doesn't happen real often. I mean, how many houses have you insured that blew up just were gone? Uh, probably fewer than, you know, any. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't happen real often. Lightning nope. hits. You might have those every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But so very rarely. But how can you make sure, Corey, what is the process you go through when you're talking to a client on the phone? What is the process you take them through to make sure you have the right coverage? Well, it it goes back to what we were talking about before. You just you ask questions to kind of unearth the uh, either exposure, but then you also just I mean you you look at the property, you assess square footage. And you how look do you at do that? that Looking at the property, how do you do that? Oh, I mean, the internet is yeah, a great, so a great resource. You know how cool that would have been 25 oh, years man. ago? Not have to drive to a house and actually do the measurement with a stick and take Polaroid <laughs> photographs? I, I literally you got it all can't on Google Earth? Yeah, stop. Yep. Yes. Yep. And Craig's dad will tell us stories of having to go and take photos. And I'm like, oh, all four corners. Wait, really? In three feet of snow. <laughs> really? Four corner pictures. Every house. That is, oh, unbelievable. Well, now we can just Google. Google, Google, we, Google, we, Google, we Google it. We've got the property appraiser site that has tons of information. We've got roofing permits. Including I mean, your social security numbers. We've and got it all. Yep. We've got it all. So, really, I mean, providing that sort of... So, ask those questions. But, Craig, you're yeah. saying it, it's not only the, the house that we're asking questions about, but it's, hey, what kind of exposures within the house? Do you have a trampoline or a pool in the backyard? And that makes a difference because your liability, that's actually almost a more likely claim to happen in Florida than your house getting burned down or hit by lightning or blown over by a hurricane. Absolutely. There, there's a reason why the questions are asked, and, and it's not a, oh my goodness, I don't have time to go through this. This is really to find the right protection to protect you. I mean, if if you're on the internet and you do, were to do something, where do you potentially have coverage? If you have, if you have a lot of parties, if you have people over and you entertain, someone gets hurt, where are you going to have that coverage? The liability is your bigger piece, and the, and the interesting thing is, it's your most inexpensive part of your entire mm-hmm. coverage. Hey, people, when your home has been destroyed by whatever, fire, lightning, uh, you know, burglary, a hurricane, whatever it may be, believe me, that becomes a very spiritual experience because you are begging for mercy, and I'm trying to eliminate some of that pain. And we've got experts in studio today. Our show sponsors, Most Insurance, found online at mostins.com. we got Craig and Corey today talking about homeowner's insurance. Craig, right before the break, we started talking about liability coverage. And, and most people, that's the least, they don't even think about it on their homeowner's policy. And, and yet, it's one of the coverages that probably gets accessed in Florida because of several different unnamed law firms. It's important because people got pools in their backyard and kids can drown. 
Absolutely. It's a scary thing. If you entertain, even if it's not a pool, but kids come over, you got the jungle gym out back, someone slips and falls. Skateboarders. Skateboarders. You know, not, not the uh, buddy bowl anymore or the bro bowl anymore, but uh, you know, someone in your front yard doing something. You've got kids in the backyard playing. you got kids climbing trees. Or what if you're just having a couple over to, to have dinner at the house and someone slips on the floor? I mean, that's the type of thing that liability tends to respond more often than people think about. And it's very powerful and very inexpensive. So out of the coverage on your homeowner's policy, your liability typically is between $12 and $18 a year. Maximize that coverage because it may go up, what, $2 to take the maximum that the homeowner carry has. But what is also powerful about that is that coverage, your liability, isn't just for your home. That's going to follow you where you're going. If you're out on the road and you're traveling, that coverage is much more broad and does a lot more for you than necessarily something that's just tied to your house where you live. There was a case in North Dakota about 25 years ago where a very wealthy man had just basic $300,000 liability coverage on his homeowner's policy. And he caused injury or death to somebody outside of his car. And the, the insurance company says, okay, we'll write the check. And, and the people that were suing said, but that's not enough. And because this guy didn't have an umbrella, he didn't have an umbrella liability policy because he was worth so much and his liability didn't protect his net worth, the judge said, okay, just go after the guy's assets. Yep. So once the insurance company is done and they'll be happy to wrap, write the check, wrap it up from their standpoint, and they said, we're out of it. We're, we've paid the policy. Have a nice day. It's scary. I had a situation where I had an insured that uh, lived out in the country a little bit, had a couple of ATVs, said, nope. Kids can't use it. Kids, friend, or the, their, their children's friends came over to play, said, nope, no, only our kids can use the ATVs. Well, one of the friends decided to take the ATV anyway and go joyriding. Went off the property, out in property that they don't own, decided it would be fun to run into a barbed wire fence and uh, nearly decapitate themselves. Um, ATV crashed. When it came down to it, what protection was there? So these are friends, and yet one neighbor suing the other neighbor because of the injury to their child. And, and even the homeowner says, I told them they couldn't ride the ATVs. They took it without permission. They rode it off my property and went down the road, and who knows what? Homeowners' policies still paid liability to help them from that standpoint. Now, a lawsuit ensued, and they're not real neighborly anymore, but at least they had the homeowners' liability insurance that helped with that. When would you ever think that would apply? It was off-premises. It was something against the law. It was something against their rules, but the liability was there for them. Yeah, one of the things that really frustrates me is this precedence for people breaking into your home. They're breaking into your home. They get injured while breaking into your home. This was a case back in the early 90s. A burglar in Minneapolis broke through a window and fell on a knife when he broke through the window. <laughs> and he sued and he won. That irritates the living daylights out of me. Uh, unbelievable. That's why in Florida, this, they say if you feel threatened, you just shoot somebody because it's better to do that. Because otherwise, those people <laughs> make sure you shoot to kill because... I know this is a Christian show. Seriously. If you feel threatened, take care of yourself, because if you don't take them out, they're going to sue you because you missed and you just blew off their arm. I mean, it's just sorry. But but the beauty of it is the liability is the best way to protect yourself. Get that liability in your homeowner's policy. Maximize it. It is not expensive. No, it is I, not. It's, it's, it's the cost for a year of what? Two cups of coffee. Hmm. And then on top of that, that's when you need to look at and get that umbrella policy because you never know how many times when you hear people get sued, it's for a couple of dollars. No, they tend to like seven figures 
Yeah. And so it's very inexpensive. It's a great way to take care and protect yourself. Corey, really quick, when you're when you're working with customers to get new homeowners policy, what's the what's the one thing they, they tell you right away? Just here, Corey, do this and make sure that it's what do they say? They're always telling you make it cheap, right? Save no, me some money, right? It, it, Every day. Every day. They say, just give me the cheapest. Right. And everybody feels that way until you have a claim. And the minute they have a claim, you say, well, I would have spent all the money in the world to have the right kind of coverages. So don't make that mistake. These guys are professionals. They do this each and every day. When you call Most Insurance, found online at mostins.com, you need to just say, hey, I want a price that's reasonable, but I want the coverage that will protect me and my family. Don't handicap them by saying, give me the cheapest, because you can get the cheapest, and then when you have a claim, you can go, hey, how come I don't have any coverage? And you're like, well, you said cheap. This is cheap. Mm-hmm. If you call one of those 800 numbers to get your auto insurance, you tell them to make it cheap, they'll make it cheap, because you don't get an agent really there, and boy, will you suffer later. So listen, don't make that mistake. Call the professionals at Most Insurance, mostins.com. Guys, great conversation. Sorry, we've come to the end of another show. Way too fast moving. Hey, I'm looking for 1,000 people to sign up on the I Work For Him website. Found online at iworkforhim.com, iwork, the number four, him.com, to commit to being a Christ follower in their workplace, to being the best employee possible, to praying for their coworkers, to reaching out to their coworkers, to be a consistent witness in their homes, in their neighborhoods, in their office. Sign up, subscribe on the I Work For Him uh, page, get our newsletter. Find out how to get connected to our podcast. You got to do this right now. You're listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.